Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 80 of the Awkward Water Sport Guides podcast and today we are here with Sean Joy, CEO of Southern Star Dolphin Cruises and Buccaneer Pirate Cruise in Destin, Florida. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Greg. Good to be here. Yeah. Um, and before we get started, just want to check in with Kevin. What's up, man? <laughs> I'm here. I was just wait. I was just waiting for my. Uh... I was just waiting for like my engraved invitation. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I'm getting like, I'm getting all these like noted like cancellation notifications. I don't know if like somebody said there's going to be a, a drop of rain this weekend, but like, I just, I think I just did like three grand in, in cancellations for this weekend. So exciting stuff, man. Yeah. The weather How about you guys right now. Are they, are they changing it up? Are they saying things are going to be crummy this weekend? Well, it's brutal. When you look on the forecast, it has chance of thunderstorms every single day this week, or at least last yeah. I checked. So then people don't don't book or get worried about it. But then, I mean, you guys are here; it's totally fine. Yeah, that's what that's what they do. They love it. So before we get started, um, we just wrapped up our early bird pricing for the water sport and boat tour operator conference, but. I didn't tell you this, Kevin. We are going to do another early bird, but it's not quite going to be the 149 price. So until September 1st, you can get tickets for 175. So still a little bit of a discount, but you know it's not the early bird. Sean got it's, the early bird. I it's, saw it's like the it's like the mid bird. It's like, <laughs> it's like the, the mid bird. Yeah, yeah you didn't like sleep the, in super late, but it's not quite the early bird. You're not you're not getting the worm. You're getting like, <laughs> you're getting fucking something else, like like a half a worm. <laughs> oh, I got nothing, man. What what is the mid bird catch? Like, what happens? Like, like you don't get yelled at, you don't get a demerit. The early bird gets to keep his fucking job. I guess so. <laughs> uh, so on today's show, you know, we brought on Sean, and Sean's going to kind of walk us through. Uh, his journey because he uh, came from a non-tour background into a tour background. I, I wouldn't say Sean, you were you were uh, fresh at it, or maybe maybe you were. Uh, yep. You'll have to kind of yeah, you oh, yeah, he was fresh and walking into a you know. So I, I've been in Destin for a very long time, and the Southern Star and the P Buccaneer Pirate Crew. I mean, these are very high volume operations, uh, probably one of the largest uh, multi-passenger tour uh, cruise business in the panhandle. I mean, they, they do a ton of volume. And, uh, you know, Sean here, Sean just kind of walks right in here. Uh, Chenmark, uh, you probably remember Trish. Uh, she was on the show, uh, I don't know, maybe like 20 or so episodes ago, talking talking about transition, you know, and, and stuff. Well, uh, Trish and Chenmark, they acquired it. And this is kind of a big deal, like in our area. I mean, uh, this, is, this is a, a very popular business. So, uh, you know, Sean's going to kind of give us that perspective of, you know, kind of what it was like uh, coming in. Uh, and you came in last year when it was like the busiest year uh, we've ever had. So uh, that probably presented a whole lot of learning experiences. 
But uh, Sean, before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the tour business. Yeah, so I come from a, I guess, more more traditional middle market private equity background. Um, did that for a number of years in New York, working on distressed businesses that were losing money or heading toward bankruptcy, um, which was an awesome learning experience. But as you can imagine, a pretty stressful day-to-day environment, very pessimistic general outlook on the world, not something I wanted to do forever, just kind of happened into it um, and enjoyed it, but knew I wanted to do something else eventually. And then I actually heard about Chenmark, funnily enough, on a podcast and thought, you know, that's that's awesome. They they buy small businesses. They're much more long-term oriented, much more operationally focused. It's not just like buying a bunch of businesses, slapping them together and selling them in five years. Um, I just like their approach to, to business and their long-term orientation a, a lot more. And Trish and James, who I heard on that initial podcast, just seemed like good people. Um, fortunately for me, they are. And so uh, a little over a year ago, I moved to Portland, Maine to work at Chenmark uh, headquarters there and help with acquisitions and help the portfolio portfolio companies with kind of whatever they needed help with on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis. And then from there, I started working at a commercial landscaping business in Cape Cod and Rhode Island. And then we engaged with the former owners of Southern Star and the Buccaneer Pirate Cruise sometime last year, um, I think in the late summer, maybe early fall of last year, then ended up uh, closing on the business in February of this year. So I actually moved down here in January. Um, while Chenmark owns a couple other boat tour businesses that I was familiar with just from being at Chenmark, I didn't work day to day with them. So I, you know, kind of somewhat understood the industry, but not certainly not in depth. Um, and at my, my time at at Aries, I hadn't worked with any tourism businesses previously. It was mostly consumer products, pharmaceutical companies, and I guess a, a fairly wide array, but no no tourism businesses explicitly. Um, so this is brand new to me as an industry. Um, but fortunately for me, Steve and Wendy had built, as you mentioned, a, a pretty incredible business and reputation down here uh, in Destin. So it's been a fairly smooth transition and, and quite honestly, definitely the smoothest transaction I've ever been a part of. It was a very easy, straightforward deal. They're, they're good people, easy to work with. There was no last second retrades or last second, you know, discovery of information that was withheld for a long time. It was just, it was just very easy all the way through, um, which was awesome. And then since I've gotten here, it's been, a, I'd say, a, a fairly smooth transition. Uh, we were talking a little bit before, as you mentioned, uh, year over year, it's been a big change. So trying to kind of get my bearings and see how the business is performing, you know, not only for ourselves compared to last year, but also within the context of the broader market. And there definitely seems to be a bit of a slowdown in the tourism market. Uh, in general, and I think that's probably for a number of reasons. One being, you know, coming out of COVID with stimulus, people eager to travel, extra money in their pockets, and then two, Florida was, I think, a relatively more attractive destination because it wasn't it wasn't as locked down as most places last year. So, so when you guys were going through like the employee manifest, you're like, 
you know, you guys, you like bucking your pirate cruise ship. You weren't like, wait a minute, who's this peg leg Pete? Seems like a real fucking liability on our hands. <laughs> yeah, I like How did he lose great. that leg? <laughs> He was open just, litigation here. <laughs> <laughs> he was just waiting. I can tell. I had like, been fucking hanging waiting. on for a space to get that one in, man. Like I had been. <laughs> no, oh, we, were, we were all good with all the pirates. They're they're pretty incredible. <laughs> like someone got cut with a hook. So so <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like sorry. That's I'm comic relief is my is my specialty here, Sean. So it's okay, we all have our news. <laughs> we all have our before, news. Get, before we get too much business shit in here, let me get in a wise crack. Um, <laughs> hey everyone, we're gonna take a quick break and talk about our sponsors for the month, Amp Agency. Amp is a full service digital marketing agency that specializes in tour, rental, and destination marketing. We would not have sponsors on the show if we could not vouch for them ourselves. Amp Agency does a bunch of stuff for Destiny Water Adventures. Personally, I 100% vouch for this guy. I've I've handed them over to other companies in the past before they officially became a sponsor, and they have had nothing but great things to say. If you guys are doing your own marketing and doing a piss poor job of it, do yourselves a favor. Hand yourselves over to Amp Agency, specifically Steve Edwards, their CEO, will call you personally and have a great conversation with, with you about what you guys need to do for your marketing. Listen, guys, they do pretty much everything in digital marketing, website development, maintenance, Google AdWords, PPC, graphic design, social media management, SEO, and a myriad of other things. When you choose a marketing company, it's so important to choose a company that knows your industry. And AMP Agency knows activity marketing, especially water sports and tours. They got a promo going for Awkward Water Sport Guy listeners for their, their managed websites. Use promo code Awkward Podcast when you go to AMP.agency. Again, that's AMP.agency, promo code Awkward Podcast. You get three months free and get started with AMP Agency. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. Yeah. So, I mean, so you got to like, like, you might, you might be the only. CEO I've ever heard of a water sport company. So like, tell me like what, what would be like, what, what's like, what's your day to day look like? Just because almost every, every, every guy I know is like owner operated, you know? So yeah, like yeah. Southern star does, they do, do dolphin tours and then the Buccaneer pirate ship does obviously they're for anyone who's unaware they, they, these are like mock-ups they have like naval engineers come in and or naval architects and they build these they build these like almost tall ship replicas and then the, you guys go out there and do like a fucking arr, you know and then like somebody does a thing and you guys go on a little like a little you know uh what's the word i'm looking for greg like a, a mock or a represent like what it would be like to be on a pirate ship whatever in the 1800s or whatever so so like so you're just um you're just uh keeping the train on the tracks pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like yeah so it's like they're not like you're not like out there doing like like oil changes and shit like assuming like you're not in, like a bilge like oh god damn the, the diesel on this thing's going like i mean so what is like a ceo sorry you're like mostly just handling like finances and hiring and marketing is that is that like, yeah your, that's like, right day -to -day looks like that's right yeah yeah so we don't have any any like true finance people um 
we do have somebody who helps with our social, but I'd say finance, marketing, HR are like my, my primary focuses, you know, um, hiring, recruiting, closing the books, setting pricing, working on our marketing, you know, talking to the team about new cruises, things like that. Some of the operational stuff, but I'm not to your point. Well, one, I'm not driving the boats. Um, and then I'm sometimes helping with oil changes, but, but not all the time. Um, and I haven't been in the build yet. So uh, hopefully we can keep it that way for a little while. So Sean, it's kind of interesting to actually talk to somebody that you know just jumps right in, right? Like usually you start as a mate or you're you start, you know, into some position and you work your way up to owning a company. But you know, Genmark, you know, it kind of has a different approach. Um, you know, it's kind of like a corporately run tour operation. And I'm seeing this a lot more, uh, seeing uh private equity or large investment groups buy up um, established tour operations or water sport operations. I mean, Kevin, we saw this in Key West um, happen. So, you know, you, you walk in there day one, um, you know, what are some of the things that you're like, man, I, I wish it would have been really nice if I knew this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Half the employees were fucking drunk. <laughs> no, Wait, no, you no, did no, what? No. No complaints Is this like a powder cold. that you clean the boat with? Like, no, 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 that's cocaine, Sean. <laughs> Get that right off the boat. No, I mean, honestly, the, probably the biggest thing um, would be to know a little bit more about boat mechanics. Um, so the, the within the first few months, we had uh, an issue with one of the engines on the Southern Star. And these are lugger engines that have been in use for quite a long time. They had 22,000 hours on them and hadn't been rebuilt. Um, so we knew that was coming, uh, that a rebuild was coming. I was hoping that it wouldn't be during the year. Um, but so we had, we had some issue. We had a mechanic come out multiple times and we're troubleshooting the issue. They couldn't figure it out right away. And then eventually we realized uh, there was a crack in the lining of one of the pistons when we start taking it apart, we realize all six of the piston liners are in pretty rough shape um, just due to the cavitation over years and years and years of use. Um, and that was on the starboard engine. Or, were, they were they caterpillars? Uh, no, they were luggers. Um, or I'm sorry, that was on the, on the port engine at first. Yeah, so then we rebuilt that. Um, and the concern was, can we even get these parts? Because these are, you know, engines from... 20 plus years ago, uh, those models. And so getting a rebuild kit is, you know, dicey. Um, fortunately we were able to get a rebuild kit fairly quickly. We were down for like two and a half, three weeks for the first engine, but we kind of knew, you know, if all six of those piston liners on one of the engines are in pretty bad shape, then, if you looked under the hood on the other one, we're probably in a similar position. So rather than waiting for that to go out in June or July or who knows, but you know, I didn't want to get stuck mid season. We tried to source the next rebuild kit as quickly as we could. And then during our next sort of lull, as you guys know, we kind of have those peaks and troughs throughout the year yeah. with spring break and summer and fall break and everything else. Um, so during our next lull, once we got everything we needed, we rebuilt the starboard engine as well. Um, but I, I would say that's probably 
the biggest thing in my mind of what I would have liked to know more um, is, is the boat mechanic side of things. Um, other than that, I mean, a, a lot of it is similar to a lot of other businesses. At the end of the day, you're selling a product or an experience. Um, you're, you're marketing it. You're getting people on board. They're coming in and enjoying hopefully the cruise and <laughs> leaving you good reviews and you know you pay your employees it's, it's it's somewhat similar to a lot of other small businesses were you involved in the uh acquisition like or did you come like towards the tail end of it yeah more more towards the tail end just because mm-hmm. i was had my hands full um to be honest at the at the landscaping company that that i was at we were going through a lot of change there uh, actually ultimately ended up selling off one of the branches during my last couple of weeks that I was kind of working through, um, restructuring the business a little bit. They were in a, a, a bit of a tough spot just because, um, as you guys know, wage rates have changed so dramatically uh, over, over the past couple of years. They were locked into mm-hmm. multi-year revenue contracts. So your your revenue per hour or per contract was relatively fixed year over year mm. and your wages and your gas prices were not, um, which gets you into trouble pretty quickly. Uh, fortunately they, they've made a pretty dramatic turnaround. They have a great new CEO there who's doing a fantastic job. He's been with Chenmar for a while. Um, but anyway, short story is I, I had my hands full at the time. So I wasn't as involved in the acquisition itself as I would have liked to have been. I was kind mm-hmm. of just copied on all the emails and reading the back and forth and going through the, the data room on my, on the evenings or weekends and trying to, you know, stay as in the loop as I could, but I wasn't in the detail as much as, as I would have liked to have been before I got down here. Yeah. So I guess, you know, follow up to that is, you know, what are some of the things that Chen Mark liked about Southern star? I mean, you yeah. probably look at tons of different, tour operations all across the the country. I mean, you chose De- Destin probably for a specific reason. You chose water a water-based tour for a reason. Like, you know, what are some of the things that, what you can share? I mean, I'm not asking yeah, you yeah. to, you go, go on maybe like a few points that like really stood out. It's like, yeah, this is, was a really great uh, acquisition because of this. Yeah, sure, sure. I think um, one is the longevity, right? The Southern Star has been around for 27 years. Um, if you've done something for 27 years and managed to stay in business for that long and you have the type of reviews that they have, you're, you're probably doing a lot right. You're probably doing most things right already. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think just the reviews alone is is a really nice screening tool. Um, if people are giving you 4.8, 4.9 stars on average, you're probably doing a really good job as a business. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, who knows exactly what's going on under the hood. You're always going to learn some new things when you, take over any business or any small business. Um, but you're at least providing a value that people are, are happy with and, and walking away, you know, saying that was a great experience. A lot of times they would do it again. We get a shocking amount of, of repeat customers. People have come two or three, four, even, you know, we'll get calls and say, Hey, I've been coming for 23 years, you know, love, love the cruise, which is mm-hmm. incredible. Um, so it was, it was one, the, the longevity, the, um, the reviews are a great indication. And then it kind of passed the, all the Chenmark financial, you know, metrics that we, we look at from a size perspective, a, a profitability perspective. Uh, so I think the, the nice thing about the 
water sports space and some of these larger vessels, um, you know, they're, they're fairly resilient. They have pretty good operating leverage. And e- even if passenger count does decline, as we're, as we're seeing this year, because the, you know, the tourism space in general, or at least in, in the Southeast isn't quite as hot, they, they still perform fairly well. Um, maybe not mm-hmm. records like last year, but, but that they're fairly resilient, which it, which is nice when you're trying to build a, something that's going to last for a long time when you when you guys are when you guys are looking at um i mean obviously i'm not a, like as greg said we're not like don't need to get into specifics but like i have to imagine that the a lease comes into play yeah you know? yeah yeah it does that was actually the one piece that i was um more involved in i guess in the acquisition process was was renegotiating the lease um with the with the harbor walk because uh, that was I think their existing lease was uh, probably year to year. Was, it was a five-year lease, I believe, um, but it was done at the end of March 2022. So we renegotiated a ten-year lease, actually, with with the Harbor Walk. Um, but that was definitely mm-hmm. a big um, obstacle to get past during the, during the diligence process. It's, it's every, it's, it's like our, I mean, there's businesses that in that are month to month, you know, they just have no, no protection. And and especially if you had doing stuff with like city or County and you have like dockage in the city and County, like that's, I think that's the most sketchy part of this, this entire industry is, and we talk, we do talk about it a lot and it's something that like, when it comes to our balance sheet, like we, you know, we try and keep liquidity on hand. Cause if that ever comes, if that ever comes up, like, you know, as they say, they're not making any more waterfront real estate or God's not making any more waterfront real estate. Yeah. So it, it's, and, and this area definitely has a, has a reputation um, for landlords like going, Hey, this seems like a, really good business like i don't want to be in the the, the landlord in business anymore i want to be in your business and i've, I've heard it more happen here uh, i've talked to multiple operators in the Destin area that were just like sol so you hear you, wow. you're hearing it here first kids if you can negotiate uh, any any like at least like you know from the ceo of a private equity like when you're putting your name down and building out your dreams and your business you know year to year is not does not feel well i would always negotiate the longest lease possible even if i only plan on being there for five years because especially in an area like destin there's no slip space here it's i mean you got to go to fort walton which you know for a multi-passenger tour with high volume like southern star my my guess is that there's a lot of walk-up traffic still at the Harbor Walk or just yep. the, the, the invisibility. It's, I mean, it's the best spot. I mean, honestly, you guys are at the, probably in the best spot in the panhandle for when it comes to like walk-up traffic and, and just, I mean, see a people at night, you know, people walking yeah. up and down. So yeah, that, that's, that's, that's great. 10 years. I mean, that, that's not easy to do around here. Man, if, if like reviews are what you guys are, I see, I'm like looking at you guys right now and you got 1800 reviews, 4.8. I'll tell you what, man. I we're about to crack, uh, crest a thousand at Destiny Water Adventures, 
and we got it and we have a long lease man like you guys come with sacks of cash but that's like your benchmark is good reviews man a thousand in five years and we're at 4.9 so come on come on sean bring bring the bag the money it's, get a great it's office podcast get the whole whole thing dog barking in the fucking background i've always liked the business model of a boat tour or a sightseeing tour because you know unlike fishing or you know water sport rentals or I would just, let's just start with fishing you know you don't got bait tackle um you know the beating it takes on your boat you know going mm-hmm. you know out to sea well that's um, and the so if, if you if you think about it like party boat fishing in Destin for four hours is like seventy dollars dolphin cruise price is around 30 30 35. Think how much more cost and how much more wear and tear on the boat it is for only an extra $30 per person. You only, you only can take a max on those boats, you know, 30, 40 people. Um, yeah. the, the margins on boat tours is really good, especially if you know how to upsell people on F&B and other services. Um, like the pirate cruises, I mean, the merch is really big. I know like when I took my kids, it's like you spent a fortune to dress them up. <laughs> and they're going to want it, yeah. everything else under the sun when you're there on the boat. But um, that's it's it's really a great business, especially if you can find one like you guys did, um, you know, 27 years and uh, great location. You know, Destin, dolphin tour boats, you know, they run a lot longer year round here. I mean, you can run a dolphin boat year round here uh, and, and still even be profitable in the, in the off season. So. I like it. I like the model, and it works in a lot of different destinations, not just Destin. And the bo- I mean, the boats don't lose their value, man. Like they I, don't. I no, like not if, at all. If you want to, you want to fucking hedge against inflation, buy a thirty-year-old tour boat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that thing is going up in price, man. It's like the fucking dolphin boats are Bitcoin. <laughs> crazy. Like, I mean, I mean that, and it is. It's like a part of your part of your balance sheet. I know, I know a guy who's got one in uh like the buccaneer you know that you mentioned the merch and that's that was like the first thing he said was that he was like man like the tickets the the tickets keep the you know keep the employees paid and the rent paid but he's like all oh, the profits the the bottom line is uh is um uh, mm-hmm. uh, the bottom line is then the merch it's man the, like yeah all, yeah the the little bric-a-brac and knickknacks and all the you know bullshit not, yeah. not to say you guys merchandise <laughs> bullshit, but you know, all this stuff. mommy, daddy, you know. Well, as a parent, I'm like, yeah, that's some bullshit, dude. <laughs> no, you're not getting peg leg Pete's hook hand for forty dollars that you got from China for a nickel. <laughs> has that been um? Has that been challenging as well? Like, or or you got? Are you yeah. guys like up to your? Or is getting stuff? sourcing sourcing products for the? Yeah, yeah, it has, it has, and we're we're trying to get way ahead of it this year um just because i think you know historically it would take a little while but maybe two or three months and i think we have some large orders that we place for like you know toy swords for example which is you know one of one of the best selling uh merch items that we have that we we place those orders in you know early november last year and they're still not here and it's just delay 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 um we've been able to to stay in stock sourcing from other vendors, you know, not, probably not ideal pricing all the time or, or the ideal assortment of what we want. Um, but ordering locally uh, from distributors and things like that to, to make sure we have something. Um, but 
for next year, we're trying to get ahead of it and establish some relationships, you know, go through Alibaba, get, get our best bulk pricing we can and um, order this stuff early. Maybe it's not ideal from a working capital perspective, but uh, you know, you don't want to miss out on selling, like you said, the very profitable yeah. merchandise um, because it's sitting in a port somewhere. Yeah, you got to be up at the up at the dollar store, man. Like that's like what we've been like going to like five below, like getting like buying boxes of pool noodles. Like, yeah. I mean that's that's the that's the real uh, man. That's that's the real money maker, and and it's something that like we rarely in this industry talk about. You know, constantly worried about filling seats, getting good reviews. But ladies and gentlemen, like the man that it's really just even what what we what, what our company's seeing i'm just like man i don't like sunglasses like i don't give a shit what it is if it can go in the water like get it and resell it you know because people are going out on those boats and it's just like man it's just like a little floating retail store it's like if you think retails physical retail is dead man come come over into water sports man <laughs> yeah amazon yeah, quite quick enough to get to the boats yet fortunately once we have yeah. drones we might be out of business but um but yeah, the, the the merch and the the alcohol and the food, all the concessions, um, it's it's a great addition to the business. Uh, and, and like Greg said, we're we're a big fan of like the one hundred forty nine passenger uh, vessels, just because, like you said, I mean the, the cost structure is, is pretty favorable. And even though it's less per person, if you have one hundred forty nine people versus thirty or or six, um, you know, it makes it makes a huge difference. It even op- it opens you up too to a lot more marketing opportunities. Like you know, even with us being an OTA, like we can't work with a lot of private charters because they just don't have the margins. Yeah, and, you know, with a multi passenger, I mean, yeah, they can sell a handful of uh, tickets at, at a you know commissionable rate because you know they're looking at the average rate across the board and they're l- using different metrics. They're they're going to still be wildly profitable and you know empty seats you know fill them i mean i remember you know when i worked um down on the harbor um you know if we had an empty had a lot of empty seats last minute like i'm pulling people off the docks and saying hey you want to go for ten dollars you know just to yeah, yeah. fill it up you, know, you can do those type of things because there's zero cost like once you hit your minimum I mean, the only maybe they'll use a little bit of toilet paper or soap. <laughs> like that's that's the all you're expecting, right? So yeah. um, it's it's just a, it's I love it. I say I love the boat tour business model. And um, if you have the capital and you're and if I, like if I have if I had a hundred thousand um, and I had to decide between like twenty jet skis or one multi passenger boat boat tour, like I am one hundred percent gonna go to that multi they can't buy a boat for hundred thousand, but that's I'm I'm going there because I know just the 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 mechanics of, of these businesses and how how you can be profitable. Not that I, I want to unleash everyone on buying a boat you know, <laughs> you running, running, running good, good, good luck good luck trying to yeah. get one before twenty twenty four. Hey, yeah, Sean, yeah. like how much, uh, how, like, so how prepared were you guys for this, for like, for there to be a downturn in 2022 or were you guys like, did you have your party hats on like the rest of us, like thinking the, <laughs> you know, like the parade was yeah. going to continue. And then now you're like, yeah, I'm the CEO. And they're like, wah, 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 wah. You're like, it's not my fault. <laughs> Everybody's like, whose fault is it? They're like the awkward water sports guy. They told it was going to be great. Like, oh, we're, <laughs> we're optimists. 
So how much are, are you? Are you just like getting like? Are you just like fucking every day sweating bullets and shit? Like, <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I'd say like, in donut, general, donuts in, with the donuts and dolphins crews. Like fuck me. Like what are we oh, gonna give you guys? Mimosas with mom, <laughs> dolphins and donuts. You guys are like trying to come up with any D and D M and M like fucking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, any alliteration. If you guys have ideas, let me know. Uh, the cocaine crews. <laughs> <laughs> one, <laughs> one bump for dad. Again, <laughs> uh, you guys, we don't have video, and you guys, like, I'm sure, like, Sean's like been watching. I've mentioned cocaine twice now in the show, guys. I had a heart attack two months ago. I do not do cocaine. This, if you hear me sniffing, this is a vapor inhaler to clear my sinuses. <laughs> my wife calls it my binky, like it's my, kitchen, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I've been on the coke. The cocaine cruise, I think, would do really well. Like five hundred dollars a passenger, five hundred dollars cocaine cruise. <laughs> um, fortunately, Chenmark is, I'd say, pretty conservative in general when we're underwriting deals. Um, we we definitely like the space, but we, I mean, looking back over, we we typically look at the last three to five years of a company's financials and, and looking at that, you can, we could see, well, we kind of had to, in this case, throw out 2020 because 2020 was obviously not a normal year, especially in the tourism space. Um, obviously nobody had a great year, uh, but looking at 21, 2019, 2018, we could see pretty clearly that 2021 was an outlier. Um, I think the long-term trend for Destin continues to be positive but 2021 just spiked off of that trend line because of you know the, the reasons we were talking about before. People had extra cash in their pockets. They've been cooped up for two years. They were ready to get out and do something. And Florida was a relatively very attractive place to be because it was open, uh, unlike a lot of other you know typical tourist destinations. So we went in fairly eyes wide open. We didn't know exactly where this year would land, but for our budgeting and underwriting purposes, we kind of assumed it would be somewhere between 2019 and 2021. And that's been generally correct. Um, you know, we're not, we didn't predict it perfectly, but I think we went in eyes wide open with the, with the right expectations. You're not like, yeah. you're not going to be like the John, the John Scully of water sports. They're not like hanging, <laughs> hanging 2022 <laughs> on your fucking head. Fortunately, not yet. Fortunately, not yet. <laughs> well, uh, Sean, um, we're, we're getting to the end here, but um, I just want to ask one last question for you. What advice would you give someone that just went through the same experience you did about, you know, coming in from a different industry altogether into water sports? What are, what are some good words of advice? I would just say um, be, be open-minded and, and be aware that you don't know everything if you're going into a brand new industry. Um, meet with all of your employees, listen to them. They know a lot more about the business than you do. Uh, and, and just keep an open mind and, and keep uh, an attitude of being ready to, to learn and roll up your sleeves and do what you need to do um, to get up to speed as quickly as you can. But, but don't go in uh, assuming you know everything. Yeah. That's everybody, For sure. man. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, how can people reach you if they have any questions yeah so uh you can you can email me at my my chenmark email is sean s-e-a-n-j at chenmark c-h-e-n-m-a-r-k.com 
um, if you're if you're you know interested in joining the team or looking to sell a boat tour business, um, definitely please reach out. And if you have questions about the cruises or anything that we do, at the Southern Star, the Buccaneer, uh, my my Southern Star email is Sean S E A N at Southern Star Dolphin Awesome. And Sean is going to be leading a roundtable at uh, the upcoming conference. So Chenmark is a sponsor. And Jamie, Trish, Trish is uh, going to be doing a presentation. So we're going to be well represented by Chenmark and we love Chenmark. <laughs> so <It's> mutual. <laughs> Great. Well, um, that wraps it up. And uh, if you would like to leave a review on the show, we haven't really pitched reviews because we've been talking reviews. Um, uh, leave us a review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, download us, uh, on your, on your phone, on Apple podcasts or Spotify and get, and get on, on that, that mid morning special before it's too the, late. The midday, uh, yeah. special. Yeah. 175. So yeah, uh, before jump, you're jump the late, before you're the late bird and you catch no worm, you pay all that money because <laughs> me, Sean and Greg after the conference are going to go on that cocaine cruise, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to spend all that sweet, sweet money. <laughs> oh my god all right i love providing editing moments for you greg thank you thank you as always keep it awkward thanks again for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode if you haven't done so already please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform and if you have further thoughts questions or comments about this episode head to our facebook group water sport and boat tour operators to continue the conversation see you next time